What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. It's the Married at First Sight edition. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. It's the one and only Teresa. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? Woo! It's that time of the week again. It sure is. It's that time. It is maths. Thursday? What day is it? Yes, it is. Thursday? It is Thursday. I feel like a lot of you guys are going to listen on Friday, Mm. but... Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, Friday. E- Happy Friday Eve. <laughs> Happy weekend. All good things. All good things. And this episode was all good things. Fire. Actually, not all good things. A lot of bad things. But the worse it is for the couples, the better it is for us. It's so good. It's so good. This season so far, fabulous. I know. It makes me almost regret not covering past seasons. I've been saying that I think I told some of our friends when we were chit-chatting in our DMs, Uh I was like, I can't believe we haven't covered it until now because we've been watching it for years. For years. And yeah, I'm super happy we started now, but kind of, I love talking about it. Listen, better late than never. That's what I always say. Right? Speaking speaking of our friends, our MAFS friends, I want to give a shout out to some of our MAFS friends because- We've had several people message us and say, hey, never watched MAFS before, started just so I could listen to the pod. That's and, very true. And follow along. And that's the biggest compliment <laughs> that we could make you guys watch a two hour piece of dumpster fire like this <laughs> is a huge compliment. And this is a shout out to Tressy, to Jeanette, to Christine. These are some of the friends. I know there are others that I'm forgetting, but thank you guys for reaching out and saying, yeah, thank you guys. Never watched this show, but happy to be here now. The show is wild. And also you're welcome lifetime for getting you some more viewers, mm-hmm. right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> lifetime. Speaking of lifetime, I never realized how wild this channel oh. is. Okay. Guys, I, guys. <laughs> we learned something yesterday after mass because after maths, we usually turn the TV off and... Well, it's you know, 10 o'clock. Yeah. Brush, brush our teeth, get in the bed, watch some office, right? But we didn't yesterday. We le- left the TV on and, and I couldn't I'm, believe what I was watching. I'm so glad we did. If you guys didn't leave the TV on, first of all, big mistake. Should have left it on. Because what follows Married at First Sight is adults adopting adults. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think I died laughing so many times. Yeah. But I was also very disturbed mm-hmm. at the same time. Very disturbing. Um, <laughs> a lot of perverts. A lot of perverts, I think. It's a show for perfs. <laughs> not all of them are, are perverted situations, but a lot of them are husband and wife who are 40s, 50s, 60s years old who I think the husband wants to be in a throuple or something. It always looks like it. The wife clearly does not. So then the guy's like, well, what if we just adopted an adult? (laughs) And then it's always been like, well, we tried this before, but my husband started to get sexually attracted to our adoptee. This is why I said it's for perfs. It's it's so, it's ridiculous. It's so bad. And even the storyline that was like, oh, 
I'm a principal or a vice president of a school and this girl needs a better home. She's from foster care. That guy, that husband of this woman who brought in this younger girl is like, oh, it's all good, baby. Like, oh, I'm going to take care. Baby girl. It's all good, baby girl. I'm going to take care. It's like, that's not how you talk to your daughter. But that's the thing. They're all adults. They're adults adopting adults. (laughs) Yes. I told John that I'm going to adopt him for his birthday. So I'm I'm (laughs) going to be his wife and his mom. And then I'm going to adopt Teresa. (laughs) And I will be, I I lost track of everything I'll be. I will be your husband, your father, your son. Yes. (laughs) Yes. This is so ridiculous. Guys, watch it. Watch it if you haven't. And then the other show, and we'll talk about maps in a second. The other show mm-hmm. that we are in love with is Love Off the Grid. So good. This show is out of control. And we had some of you asking us if we're going to cover it. I'll tell you what, guys. We're watching it for pleasure because we've been covering so many shows. But never say never. We may in the future. But right now... I'm happy I get five hours of sleep. <laughs> yeah, Never say never. But if you guys want to talk to us about these shows, message us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. Because we do watch them. We do watch them <laughs> and we do want to talk about them. We just can't commit to mm-hmm. two hours of podcasting about them a week. Although I'm not sure if I want to keep watching adults, adulting adults. Oh, I'll watch it alone then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so invested in it's these so family. Rid- it's so ridiculous, guys. Oh, it's so good. If you feel like, oh, I'm feeling re- really normal today. I should watch something crazy. Watch adults adopting yeah. adults. And guys, we've only seen one episode. So maybe it, I think that was enough. I know, but maybe it kind of levels out. Maybe it gets a little more normal. But it was so jarring to us. <laughs> watching it for the first time that I think we were just jaws on the floor. And I was so tired at that point, but I was like, I am not going to yeah. shower. I am going to finish this because yeah. this is too good. At 1045, I was like, T, you want to hop in the shower? Like, let's get ready for bed. She's like, no, I, I am finishing <laughs> this episode. <laughs> great show. Great shows. Maths, of course, a great show. So message us on Instagram at Mary's Reality Pod to talk about any of the shows. Yeah. Or if you have a show we should watch, mm-hmm. let us know. Okay, also make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening. So easy to do. Just look down and smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot as that pina colada MDS and Lindsay were making. That looked good. And the pineapple cocktail looked really good. Yes, but I like this pina a little more. I don't know, for some reason, I was in a mood for a pina colada yesterday. And then I watched it. On TV. Wait, you were previously? I was thinking about it. I was like, Mm. I would like to have a pina colada, but we obviously don't have anything that goes into a pina colada in the house. No. So I just drank vodka. (laughs) And then we watched adults watching We, uh, short little detour here. We made pina coladas once in our life, I think. Twice, but sure. We were living in New York City. We just started dating. We just started dating. There was like a heat wave. And we were like, you know what would be good? Some frozen drinks. Mm-hmm. Let's make some pina coladas. We didn't have any of the ingredients. I didn't have a blender. I think you had a blender. Yeah, I had to carry my big ass blender <laughs> over to you. You carried the blender like 10 <laughs> streets. And then we went and we bought all the ingredients. And we thought, wouldn't it be awesome if we got beach chairs and sat on the roof of my apartment <laughs> and had the pina coladas while the sun sat? And we were like, sure, we don't have beach chairs either. Let's go buy some. 
We walked out. We checked the roof. It was open. Good to go. We went to this hardware store, bought these chairs, <laughs> walked them all the way back, like 25 <laughs> blocks, carrying these chairs, made the pina coladas, got everything together, walked up the stairs to the roof, and it was locked. You could not access the And you're not supposed to access the roof. It's not like a rooftop. It's just, it's a New York City uh, apartment. A lot of people do that. It's kind of like a fire escape almost. Yeah. But a lot of people go up and we wanted to and it was locked and I don't think it ever unlocked. I was going to say they never unlocked it. Until we moved out. Like we never mm -hmm. had the chance to go up there. I think they heard us plotting and we're mm -hmm. like, absolutely mm -hmm. not. <laughs> and we did fun stuff on the roof. Like we painted we on painted. the roof. We went up there a couple times. Yeah. Like cigars, we watched the fireworks. The fireworks over Central Park. Yeah. Something, something. Beautiful. Yeah. Anyways. It's a little pina colada <laughs> anecdote for you. Okay. Um, that's it. And if you haven't left a review, please do. That means the most to us. It does. That and, it telling, sure does. that and telling us that you started watching this show so you could hang out with us while we talked about this. Those two things mean the world. And also all the beautiful messages. Guys, you've been sending us so many awesome, positive messages that I read some today as I was on a call, kind of. And I was getting a little emotional, which wasn't oh. the best time for me to do it. Um, but that was just beautiful. So thank you, all of you who send us these awesome messages. I know. I think it, at least when I say it, it becomes kind of boilerplate because I say it every pod. I'm like, hey, can you leave reviews? It means a lot. But it really does. Like, it's mm -hmm. ridiculous that you guys are taking time out of your day to message us and say how much you love the pod and how much you love hanging out with us. So thank you. Like, that's all we can say. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Okay. Ready? Oh, I'm so ready. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> Married at First Sight, season 14, episode five. And whew, should we start with your favorite? Lindsay and Mark the Shark. Lindsay and Mark the Shark. Okay, so we're in Puerto Rico, right? We're on the honeymoon. Everyone's there. And we start with Lindsay waking up with Mark. And this conversation of have you ever eaten a bowl of goldfish with milk? Have you ever eaten a bowl of goldfish with like cereal. No! <laughs> no! 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 Please, no! It, Indeed. It, wow. Where do I begin with this? It I was, didn't even eat goldfish, but eating goldfish with milk, that's just, just disgusting. It is. But when she was like, you know, like cereal, I was kind of like, is that genius? Because if you no. think about think about most cereals, they're probably very similar in recipe and consistency to goldfish. They are not sour. No. Most cereals are either tasteless or sweet. Or Wait, sweeter. so what about the sour part? Goldfish are like salty, sour. Oh. You don't put milk on something salty. Okay. I mean, at least I don't. I, in my opinion, that's just wrong. But I have... A certain feel about certain foods like I would never eat anything that has a weird color so let's say if a cupcake is green I'm not gonna eat it because it's wrong you're very strange you've if, never had a green bagel on St. Patrick's oh, Day oh hell no you're, hell you're, no you're very strange I, I that stuff doesn't bother me the coloring doesn't bother me consistency kind of bothers me and that's why I'm kind of turned off by the, the idea of mushy goldfish you know what I also don't like and I've never had because I can't Mm, the no. snack with a tiger. What is it called? Wait, the cereal with the tiger? No, no, no. It's a snack. 
It's like a sour, no sour, it's salty, it's bright orange. Hmm. Cheetos. Oh. <laughs> it's just so unnaturally orange yeah. that I can't. And guys, don't get me wrong. I love snacking. I just ate half a bowl of um, nachos. Sure did. But those look natural. Sure. Right? Not, I just have a problem when something has a weird color. Okay. Which also goldfish, by the way. Well, I was very intrigued by this because I wasn't sure if Lindsay was a genius or an insane person. Still drunk. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. But <laughs> I Googled it and there's a whole Reddit thread from years ago, not even spawned from this conversation, from years ago, a whole Reddit thread of people talking about goldfish and milk. What? Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess everyone can be gourmet in their own way. Like I eat spaghetti with ketchup. That is not gourmet. It's That's definitely your own way. Check. It's definitely if your own way. Ask a Czech person, what did your mom make you when you were a child for dinner like five times a week? Spaghetti with ketchup and cheese. Okay. Literally. Okay. So there's this is apparently a thing. The best comment was on this Reddit thread. It was like, anyone eat goldfish with milk? And someone wrote, no, they're fish. They're supposed to be in water. And I was like, <laughs> That's pretty good. I like that. All right. I like that. Anyway. All right. Anyway, okay. <laughs> so a producer immediately asks Lindsay, have you guys consummated the marriage yet? And, and she laughed for like 15 minutes. It was kind of a tell. It was. A, she yeah. says the lady never kisses and tells, but I think her laugh said it all. Oh, for sure. I think, well, yeah, they, we've learned later that they banged it out, but she wasn't doing a good job of keeping that under wraps. Mm-hmm. Wow. Next thing they kind of discuss, like, what should we do? And guess what Lindsay wants to do? Something with drinking. Surprise, surprise. And I don't judge her. They're on the vacation. If it was me personally, I would probably want to scuba dive or something first before I start drinking. Okay, Chris. What? I love snorkeling. We'll get there. Okay. <laughs> but Lindsay wants to make pina coladas, which that's a cool idea. Lindsay's definitely the girl who has it's five o'clock somewhere hanging in her apartment. <laughs> it right? sounds like it. Seems like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mark was kind of turned off by this idea. He was like, you know, I thought maybe exploring or something, but sure, we could have one drink. You can explore the bar. You can explore the bar. Yeah. And when you have a couple of cocktails, maybe that leads you to explore. Some more. Yeah, you can you can tell that MTS is not very thrilled about her drinking. And he's going to say it later, but he says, well, you know, I don't want the drama with Elijah one to be repeated. So just, she'll just have one. Well, this is where we learned that she apparently had three bottles of wine. Whoa. The day before or the flight over or I think the day she got into a fight with Elijah one, she put down three bottles of wine. That's a lot. It's like 12 glasses. Like I would be hugging the toilet. Yeah. Listen, I can kill a bottle. I think we all can. A bottle's fine. Yeah. Let's be a bottle a night, maybe during yeah. the thick of the pandemic. Okay. That's it. We'll give you a pass mm -hmm. for that. Are you talking about me? To our friends. Okay. Okay. A bottle a night, maybe in the thick of the pandemic when things were really uncertain. Now a glass, a glass a night. Yeah. Not every, not every night, but not here every and night. there I have a glass, yeah. I definitely dialed back with all the drinks because 
my anxiety is a little better with the pandemic. Like I was really anxious when the pandemic hit. I didn't know what's going on. Well, it was just something to do. It was the marker of, okay, the, the work day is over. Let's have some drinks to make it actually feel like we're not at the office anymore. Cause I was also scared. Home. Like everyone was like, Oh my gosh, like there's COVID everywhere. People are just dying. Alcohol pills, germs. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I, I was very anxious for several months in a row and well, anyways, much better now. <laughs> I have a glass here and there. YOLO. YOLO. Okay. So let's, let's cut to Mark and Lindsay at Lindsay's perfect. Her, her ideal couples activity which is Mark making pina coladas and Lindsay drinking them. Well, MTS looked cool making the pinas. Oh, he dancing. thought he was Tom Cruise in cocktail. <laughs> and I should have been a bartender. He's like, I should have been a bartender. <laughs> is it too late to make a career change? You know what I didn't realize until now? I guess I should have. But on this episode, I realized how... Like Mark the Shark is like a simple man just appreciating simple things, right? He doesn't seem to be traveling a lot or like trying crazy foods. He has his things he likes. Yeah, the he, most interesting thing about him is his nickname that he Mark gave Mark the Shark, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like Lindsay is just crazy. She drinks. She seems to travel a lot and she seems to be doing crazy things. So I think she will help him to get out of his shell unless he runs away. Yeah, and that's what they said. Mm-hmm. You know, we kind of thought, oh, Mark's out of his shell enough. But his friends were like, no, I think Lindsay would be good for him. And that's why I said it, because we did think that, oh, my gosh, Mark the Shark is crazy. He's out there. But he does, he's not. Not in comparison. I guess. If he was with someone like Alyssa, I think we would all look at Mark and go, oh, man, he's he's so loud and wild. Because mm-hmm. Alyssa's so, like, introverted. or She's not even introverted, just... Annoying. Just annoying, yeah. <laughs> but I think when you pair Mark with someone like Lindsay, it just waters him down. Maybe, yeah. The best part of this entire cocktail scene was Lindsay, of course, getting brain freeze <laughs> for like a minute straight because, Lindsay, you're not supposed to chug pina coladas. <laughs> She's like, alcohol? <laughs> oh my God, my brain, my brain. Love it. I mean, not the brain freeze, but I love a good pina colada. <laughs> yeah. Why are you, Lindsay, why are you trying to funnel pina coladas right now? <laughs> Take it easy. This is a sipping drink. Well, yeah, you got to drink uh, quite a bit of them to get a boss because they're mostly sugar. Unless you have like a fun bartender who's just going to dump little like. little rum floater. Yeah. A little rum floater on it. Yeah. I almost feel like. Yeah, we've been to all inclusives. Yes. I was just going to say. I almost feel like MTS was probably like, oh, hey, Lindsay, look over there. And he just didn't even put any rum into the pina colada just to keep her sober. Little virgin pina. Mm, I'm sure she would know. So, oh, for sure. So they sit down and they start talking about their dating history. And apparently Lindsay has a thing for engineers or there's a dating app for engineers because she said, I've dated every engineer in the book. What kind of an engineer? There are so many engineers. Right. And Steve was an engineer, wasn't Who's Steve? Steve. Steve. No. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right? Some sort of a sales engineer or something, maybe. That's that's what we've yet to see on maths. What do you mean? We've seen. Uh, we Maybe do we kind of see it? We've seen Johnny in Bow. 
who mm-hmm. knew each other from yeah. a past life come together. We haven't seen a couple where one of them has dated someone from another couple, right? But I'm trying to think of Luke. Wasn't there, remember Luke? With the beard. Yeah, the one in Philadelphia. And a blonde girl. He was running like a dating event and the girl he married went to the dating event with right. her friend. But did, so did Luke date her friend or did Luke No, just, he didn't date anyone. He right. organized the okay. event, but they met. But so imagine, because this could easily happen. Imagine one of, like, if Lindsay had dated Steve and they both end up on the show, but with different people. And it's like, oh, I dated Steve. Oh, that would be fun. That'd be wild. But maths is always happening in big cities. So I feel like the chances are very, very tiny. Mm. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. So she apparently has a thing for engineers, dated them all. Mark dabbled with dating in high school and college. Didn't get serious until he graduated. And when he did, he met this one girl. And this is going to sound familiar. His first love. His first love. Loved the booze, just like Lindsay. He literally said she had a drinking problem, so it did not work out. <laughs> and he, he must have told this to the experts, right? Must have been like, well, tell me about your past relationships. Why did they end? Why didn't they work out? Well, I don't think Lindsay portrayed herself as like, oh my gosh, I love drinking. I drink all the time. That's and, a good point. And maybe she doesn't. Maybe... This is what she does when she's nervous. Like a lot of people are nervous drinkers. So maybe she has a glass on the weekend as we all do or here and there because she has to be sober for work as we all should. But now she's basically on a vacation. She's nervous. She married a stranger and some people find, yeah, some people find comfort in alcohol. So I don't want to talk shit about her when it comes to drinking because who I mean, knows three, how we would react? If she truly drank three bottles of wine in a day, that's excessive. Well, that's a lot, yeah. That's excessive. That's a lot. So, okay, so Mark's got a past with a drinker. So that's gonna, uh, that could be an issue. Oh, I feel bad for MTS. I just want to hug him and Oh, like you it. come down over there. Um, Lindsay feels like Mark's a people pleaser. And Mark says, well, I have to fill that people pleaser role because that's who I find myself with is people who need this love and attention, mm. right? And Lindsay's like, well, I want to I wanna love you. I want to care for you in your own world. I don't want you to have to come over and take care of me and live in my world. That's very nice of her to say. It's nice of her to say, let's see if she takes the necessary actions to do that. We'll find out. But yeah, Mark definitely comes across as the protective shark. He just swims around everyone helping them, mm-hmm. but he doesn't feed until everyone's fed. Oh, look at you. <laughs> I'm just doing these shark references. I like it. <laughs> Very good. Okay. Let's talk about Jasmine and Michael. Jasmine and Michael. Waking up in bed and Michael's being very attentive. I think he's being, he's, he's falling into that role of caretaker and husband Pretty seamlessly, or at least he's trying to. He's bringing Jasmine a coffee, right, while she's laying in bed. He's trying to be there for her. Not the coffee she likes. Explain that to me because she's like, I don't I don't like your coffee. It's hotel coffee. I don't think Michael brought his own beans. All right. I might be wrong here, guys. Don't hate me, but I'm, I think that he said he drinks black coffee. 
He doesn't put anything sure. in it. Sure. So that's why she said, I don't want to drink your coffee. Right. So put some cream in her well, coffee. Well, maybe they didn't Or a couple packets a of sugar. with them. Yeah. Have you ever stayed in a hotel that didn't at least have some fake creamer we all, and sugar? Well, that's true. I mean, that's yeah. an issue. If Michael's not asking, how do you take your coffee? Mm. That I could think be they, no, they had the discussion, I think, at the wedding. Yeah. Okay. So he, he, I felt like he was trying, but maybe he's not listening. And that's a real thing, too, in relationships, is people try, oh, this is what's good for her. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do this. But, well, listen, because that's not what she wants. Yeah. So they start talking about their little argument from the night before. And... Uh, I was getting a little annoyed because it's like, move on to something else. Come on, come on. Well, this is the thing. Michael apparently can't let things go. He cannot stop overthinking. He's an overthinker. He can't let the little things go. He's going to self-sabotage. This is going to be a reoccurring theme in this relationship. And he wishes things were better right now. He's like, oh, I wish we made more progress in our connection. But it's been three days, Mike. Dude, dude. And even just mean as like, why is this the first thing he thinks of when he wakes up? Right. Very true. Just wake up, have some breakfast, enjoy, maybe go to the beach or something and then talk about it. But it's not the first thing he thinks of when he wakes up. I guarantee you he's thinking about it when he lays in bed falling asleep. Oh, for sure. He's He's dreaming about it. Dreaming about it and then he wakes (laughs) up. He can't escape these thoughts. So he says, I'm shy. Right. I blame myself for this lack of progress in our relationship. Put He puts it on himself. It is his fault, but it's not because he's shy. The issue, I think, the wedge that's growing between them is his inability to just let bygones be bygones, put the past in the past. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with shyness. Like your relationship is progressing fine for three yeah. days. <laughs> yes. Yeah, um, some people cannot. Some people live in the past. I think, and that's usually the problem in the relationship. I've never had that problem, but I feel like from what I know from my girlfriends, some of them cannot give up the past. So they cannot give up the other person's past and they keep bringing it up and overthinking, et cetera, et cetera. Like, why do you care? Right. And it's, but it's not even that type of past that no. they're concerned about. It's... 25 minutes ago passed where Jasmina learned, oh, Michael has a hard time getting over things. And that's become, that's their past. That's, that's their mm-hmm. baggage already. And Jasmine is like, we've been together a few hours. What do you expect? Where do you expect us to be? We don't know each other. And Michael's like, well, it's been a few hours, but this isn't your average relationship. I have a ring on my finger. So I want to make things great. Yeah, Michael needs to take a chill pill. Yeah, and maybe now I'm now I'm not rethinking. Really I was gonna say maybe he is pushing too hard in trying to make this marriage feel authentic with like the whole coffee thing. But no, he, he does need to put some effort in. But he needs to put effort in and let it play out naturally. True. Don't rush things. Don't rush things, Michael. Don't rush things. Okay. So then they head to the pool for these awesome looking pineapple drinks. Yes. This reminded me of your pineapple fried rice. Shout out to the Shanghai Dumpling House. Stop it. I still look at the photos once in a while. 
Yeah. <laughs> it was a masterpiece. It was so good and so beautiful. It Literally, it was the last meal I had in 2021. Mm. What a way to end the year. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. It was so good too. Yeah. So these drinks looked amazing. Each pineapple had multiple straws in it, which is how you know it's a solid pour. Mm -hmm. These were not for one person. Maybe for one Lindsay, but not for one (laughs) normal person, right? So they're hanging out, drinking these pineapples, and now Jasmina can't let go of these comments that Michael's sisters made, right? It's kind of ironic. He can't let go of the past. His sister told Jasmina this. And now Jasmina can't let go of what she learned about Michael not being able to let go of the past. I think she would let go of it if he didn't act on it. Like if... if Sure. Well, then it wouldn't be an issue. Yes, I'm saying if... The sisters stalled the sisters. If the sisters stalled just mean like, hey, this this is what he did in the past, but you know, you'll see. And Michael is just there and he's present, he doesn't overthink. I don't think she would ever brought it up. Right. But he is doing all that. So she wants to address what was said to her because he's validating his sister's comments. Right. Right. Because sure, people will say things and it could be their opinion of you their assessment of you but then you go and you prove it like you remember how chris's friends just ruined his marriage uh, for him? <laughs> no Alyssa ruined his marriage for well him. yes but that was the first strike for her that chris loves to teach people <laughs> get out of here get out of here <laughs> yeah we'll get to them we'll get to them <laughs> so okay let's do some sadness this segment here because Jasmina asked why Michael is the way he is. Why are you the way you are? Why are you an overthinker? And he brings up all of the loss in his life. And wow, he, he, it was literally, it was a a list of loss. Mm -hmm. I lost my brother. Then I lost my dad. Then I lost my mom. Then I lost my grandma. It's like, holy shit. And grandpa, you forgot a grandpa. Grandpa. And he's- And he's 28 years old Mm -hmm. and he's lost all of that already. That's very sad. It's incredibly sad. And if that doesn't have some sort of impact on you, then you are tough as Teflon. It's only normal, I feel like, to have some sort of reaction to this level of loss. And he says, you know, I look at the world now like something bad's always going to happen. And I can see that because so much bad has happened. Mm-hmm. The funny thing to me is not funny, but I'm different in the sense that when things are too good, that's when I'm like, okay, when's the other shoe going to drop? Like, this is too good. Things are going too well. Are you talking about maths? No, my personal life oh. or our life. When I'm like, oh, everything is going well. We feel good. Works good. Friends, right? I'm like, okay. Something. What friends? Exactly. <laughs> Having no friends is beautiful. You don't have to deal with it. But I kid. But that's when I go, okay, things can't be too good for too long. What's going to happen? But Michael's the opposite. He's just like, eh, I think something always something always bad is about to happen. I never feel that way. I just roll with the punches. Yeah, you you don't know. Yeah, you roll with the punches, but you're a realist. You know things aren't always going to be good. Yeah, but I don't think about it. I obviously, I, it's almost like I expect it. I don't want to say anything or call anything, but 
I expect a lot of things because it's life. Anything can happen. So it's not like I think about it, but it's always in the back of my mind. And when something does happen, I'm like, yep, well, that's life. Right. right. You're a realist. I think we're Very both realistic. We're both realists. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, I think Michael's a pessimist. He is. Unfortunately. He is. And that's, I don't know if I'd rather be a pessimist or an optimist. I guess an optimist, right? You're going to be let down a lot more, but at least you'll be happy in the moments that you're not being let down. This is what I call myself. I'm a positive realist. I love that. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I even Did you told, just come up with that? No, I've been telling people this for a while now. <laughs> You're so proud of yourself. I am. I told the whole team. T gets my this, team. T does this little, I don't even know, it's like a look. It's an affectation. She just kind of like looks over her shoulder a little bit when she's <laughs> proud of herself. I do that, like, right? Oh, is anyone, did anyone notice what I just said? Did anyone see that? Yeah. Okay. I'm a positive realist. Yeah. You can use that if you want. That one's on me. <laughs> okay. Jasmina, she's kind of a positive realist too. She's like, maybe all of this loss should make Michael just YOLO. Like you realize how fragile life is, how fleeting mm-hmm. these moments are. Maybe you should just YOLO. And he says, I'm a happy person. I'm a lone wolf. And I just like to go through these things and process these things alone. He said, I'm a happy person. It's just my coping mechanism, which means you're not a happy person. Well, everyone's got to cope. Even if you're happy, you, you got to cope. But you cannot dwell on things. No. And you can't turn ant hills into whatever the term is. Mountains out of a molehill. Right or sure. bee sting, whatever your check saying is. Hit it. I will never remember the saying. But when you well, turn something, of sayings, when you turn one? something small into something big. Oh, like don't make a mosquito out of a camel. Right. I think it's probably the other way around. Don't make a camel out of a mosquito. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Look at me. I know check. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, come on. I I do think he should yolo a little bit. And hopefully, Jasmina can help him with that because he does deserve happiness he's a good dude he does deserve happiness he he for sure does i just don't know if jasmina is the person who will bring it for him yeah well that we'll have to wait to find out well sure will. let's talk about someone who doesn't deserve happiness someone who just annoys me i'm sorry to say but based on all your messages she annoys everyone well, let me say this I think everyone deserves happiness. I'm being a little tongue-in-cheek when I say she doesn't. The only reason I say she doesn't deserve happiness is because she's not doing anything Mm -hmm. to make herself happy. She's living in this just bubble of sadness and disappointment, and she won't do anything to get out of it. And if she is going to keep her attitude, she's going to end up alone because no one wants to deal with this. Here's the sad part about her being on TV. And I know you don't think she's the prettiest. But I also said, hey, everyone has a different type. I I don't think she's unattractive. I think there's going to be a lot of guys who see her on this show and are going to be sliding into her DMs. To bang it out. To bang it out. And who knows from there, but she's going to be rewarded. Even though she's (sighs) such a terrible person or portrayed as such a terrible person on this show, she's going to find a guy or two or ten from this. I was going to say, if it doesn't work out with Katina or Jasmina, 
their DMs are probably full already. Oh, for sure. Even Lindsay. Like, Lindsay's crazy, but she, I think she is a nice person deep down. Like, she means well, she's just out of control, right? Yeah. Who did I forget? Jasmine Katina. Uh, Noi. 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 Noi is gorgeous. I think Noi, if that doesn't work out, she's going to have a full invoice. Alyssa. I'm not sure about it. Like, I would not even want to be her friend. But and I'm very open to friends. We're watching. Are you? You just said we have no friends. Yeah, but that's our choice. Exactly. So you're not that open to well, friends. Well, I am, but we just, honestly. We're when choosing do you, that. We're choosing When do you want to hang out with friends? Right. I just. So this is a two-person podcast. I just hung out with my friend after like a year. Oh, yeah. We finally had some time. Yeah, that's enough till next year, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, she she's the same way as me, so it works. Here's what I was going to say, though. You were mentioning Jasmine and Katina and Noi. They are, at least right now, they seem happy in their relationships mm-hmm. on television. Alyssa doesn't, clearly, right? No spoiler there. That means every guy watching this who finds her attractive in a single will be like, the first thing they're going to say to her is, oh, yeah. Chris sucks. I'm way better. You can't approach Katina and be like, oh, yeah, I'm way better than Elijah. I mean, you can, but right now Katina likes him. True. So that's not going to work. Very true. But I think maybe why I say that I don't think Alyssa's attractive because I don't think it's just about her look. She has this weird look. I think she has like a resting bitch face, which oh, bothers sure. me. And that's why I don't. But hey, yeah, they're going to be people. I think all the other girls on the show are gorgeous. Yeah. I just like, cannot really say it for Alyssa. Not about her looks, not about her personality. That's what it comes down to. I don't think she is a bad looking girl. I think she's a I think she's a good looking girl. Not a great looking girl, the good looking girl. Her personality ruins it. Oh for sure. I think that's how I look at it because I just I can't get over the fact that she's just oh, she sucks. She <laughs> she should revise that necklace of hers from ace to ass. I think she should <laughs> change up a couple of those letters. That's more accurate. That's more appropriate. Oh, for sure. Okay. So let's talk about it. This is great. <laughs> She's alone in her room, even though she goes, I was hoping I'd spend the first night with my husband. It's like, you could have. Do you? Yeah. You're the one who wow. chose. She goes, she literally goes, why me? Why did this happen to me? Because you signed up for it, you idiot. Well, d- yes. But also, you could sign up and suck it up and try to make the best of it. Give it a little bit of effort. Spend one night. Tell Chris. Chris would gladly sleep on the floor like uh-huh. Jeffy. If Alyssa was like, I want to try <laughs> to spend the night with you. I'm taking the bed. You sleep on the mm-hmm. floor. He'd be like, absolutely. Tell me what yeah. time I need to get up. I honestly don't understand what's wrong with Chris. I'll be honest. He's not my type. But... He's not bad looking. Right, he's, he's not a revolting. Nice guy. He's not. He's a nice guy. He has some sort of sense of humor. Sense of humor, a little bit. Yeah. He has a decent job. Not he the best hobby. Like, not the best hobby, but that's fine. <laughs> right. He seems to be very interested in this whole thing. He's taking it seriously. Like I seriously don't see what's wrong with him. He wants to do shit. He wants to go stand up paddleboarding. He wants to go snuba diving. Yeah. It's, yeah. He seems interesting enough. Yeah. Good looking enough. But. As Alyssa said, his teeth and his belly. It's like, don't yeah. look at his teeth and You're his no belly. You're no supermodel like, either, like, What Alyssa. are you talking about? Like, we all have bellies. It's, it's been the pandemic. I have yeah. a beer belly. We all put on our COVID-19. <laughs> I put on a COVID-29 probably. But <laughs> So, okay, let's cut to Chris who's waking up alone. And he, he his sensibility crushes me because he's like, I knew there'd be compatibility issues. I just didn't think they'd come 
night one. Like, he could be so pissed right now. He mm-hmm. could be so angry. He could be angrier than Alyssa is, but he's not. That's why I'm saying there's nothing wrong with that guy. No. He's nice. He's calm. He's realistic because he says, I'm not happy, but I'm not giving up just yet. But he is aware of the situation. Like, yeah. She didn't, even give it a, she didn't even give it a chance. That's what bothers me the most. Like sometimes, I don't know, I've never been in that situation, but I feel if you get to know someone, the attraction can grow. Mm-hmm. I'm just basing it on the example of our- Well, Jamie and Doug. Yes, our old favorite couple. But yeah, that's what happened. Right. She, she was freaking out Jamie at the wedding. Jamie was literally, I don't want to say disgusted, but she was very turned off yeah. by Doug. And look at them now. Yeah. And Alisa's just... Ah. Okay. Well, they go to paddleboard. Chris set up some stand-up paddleboarding at the beach. And I'm not giving Alyssa credit at all, but I'm surprised she actually showed up mm-hmm. to do this. Me too. She's like, despite everything that's happened, I'm trying to be the bigger person. Excuse me? Alyssa, you're trying to be the bigger person? The bigger person wouldn't have gotten her own hotel room. Mm-hmm. The bigger person would have actually tried yeah. It's uh her her actions and her choices of words. It's not like one is redeeming and the other one's like, oh well, I wish she didn't say that. It's like they're both terrible. Yeah. Um I don't <laughs> understand her, but they're doing it. They're stand up power. Well, they're not really they're they're not doing it. Well Chris she, is having she's, fun. She's he's, doing it. Well he's falling, but that's fine. He's never done it's it. Fine. It's fun. It's fine, but it's not a good look if you're trying to romance Alyssa and you can't even stand up on the paddle. Well, board. if you have a good sense of humor, you would laugh. And she did laugh for a little bit. She was She's laughing like, at that was, him. That was actually pretty funny. She was laughing at him, not with him. True. Because if he got up there and he was a pro, I don't know what kind of tricks you can do on a paddleboard. If he did a backflip or something, she Didn't might have been like, Barney Ooh. from How I Met Your Mother said he had sex on a paddleboard. Exactly. Remember when he was <laughs> listing all the things? But like if it, that, that may have been an opportunity to turn the tide and turn her on a little bit. But mm. he, he's falling off. And Chris, my man, you got to lose the T-shirt. Okay. You can wear a wet shirt if you want. When we went to Club Med, because we like to live dangerously, <laughs> I, we went stand up paddleboarding. I wore a wet shirt because the sun is crazy down there and we would get burned in 20 minutes, but he's wearing a black Hanes undershirt mm. on the paddleboard. It's sopping wet. It's like sticking to him. It's not a good look. Like, I don't want to get on you too hard about this, Chris, but it's the little things that may make Alyssa look at you differently. True. Right? Get a wet shirt. Get a wet shirt. Get a, go on Amazon. O'Neal, 29 bucks. We both got them. <laughs> yes. Right? So, Okay. He's enjoying himself. Chris is enjoying himself. And once again, he makes me so sad with his words because he's like, Alyssa, she's a fun person to be around. Oh, Chris. What? She, he's blinded by the booty because she's on there on the paddleboard, booty out. I guess. And he's like, oh, she's fun. Well, she was laughing. So I feel like he was just living in the moment saying, oh, my gosh, like maybe me falling off of this paddleboard made her laugh. Maybe this is going to be good. Finally, she's warming up to me. <sighs> okay, well, it gets worse because they finish paddleboarding. They lay down and Chris goes, I don't think I did a great job at all getting to know you. I don't think I did all I could do to get to know you or understand you. I think you're a cool person. What? I think he's really trying. And what? Don't, don't apologize to her. 
Like, I'm sorry that I didn't get to know you better or that I didn't try to understand it. Why are you apologizing, Chris? Because he's a good dude. He's just, tr he's trying to do anything. He's like, maybe if I apologize for nothing, she'll maybe give me a chance. But here's the thing. Alyssa is not the type of person is that that's going to be turned on by this puppy dog. True. Oh, I'm sorry. If, if Chris is like, you, you're treating me like a piece of shit. Figure yourself out and come find me. Alyssa might be like, God damn. I'm well, going to rip that black Hanes like, t-shirt. That's not his personality. It's not, but as you said, he's trying. Well, I think he's trying the wrong way with her. And not that that's healthy. Yeah. And not that he should do that. But if he wanted her to look at him differently, maybe try that approach. Like he cannot be an ass. If, he, if you're not an asshole, you can't really be one. Like you're not an asshole, even if you try. Like I'm no. not an asshole either. I think it would be just ridiculous. It'd be inauthentic. But this puppy dog, I'm sorry, I, I didn't get to know you. That's that's not going to work for her either. I feel bad for him. He's trying the only way he, he thinks he knows how. Right. And then she goes, I just want to come across as united. Wait, you do? Because sleeping in separate rooms doesn't look united. And she goes, the experts, just they didn't do this right. And... She's so concerned about the way they're perceived by others. Mm -hmm. I want to come across as united. Yeah. Not I want to be united. Not I, I want to make this work. I want to come across that way, right? At the family brunch, she got mad because Chris said certain things. Mm -hmm. She doesn't want the experts to see it. It's like she just cares about the way they're perceived. Yes, but hey, you're on TV. We'll, we'll see it all. Even she said, oh, I was so mad at Chris because we talked off cameras about what's going on. And I asked him that he's going to stay between us. And then he told my mom. It's like, he didn't tell her exactly what you talked about. <laughs> he didn't he, say anything that bad. No, he literally said, we're not getting along. And he tips. Like, right. What can I do? Right. How can and, I connect with yeah. your daughter better? He didn't say, okay, so we talked with Alyssa right. and she said, A, B, C, D, D. Right. Like, she ate my no. asshole. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. And she wants to be perceived better, but she's doing nothing to <laughs> improve that perception. It's not like she's trying. She's just saying, well, hopefully we're perceived better. I want to come across that way. But what are you doing to come across that way? Nothing. Nothing. She, She's doing nothing. And she said, yeah, the expert just didn't do it right. Like, that's what I'm upset about. Who are you? Are Now you're an expert, Alyssa? Now you're Pastor Alyssa? Dr. Alyssa? Like, <laughs> what do you know about matchmaking? N nothing. Nothing. Okay. Then we find out about her trip to the psychic, which Alyssa really believes in. Well... The psychic said, you're going to find a soulmate and okay. he's going to have nice eyes and an eagle tattoo. And I have to say, I'm not sure if you looked at our messages today, but I did. Our friend Missy Oh, said, I saw Missy. Shout out to Missy. Shout out to Missy. Missy said that she watched the aftermaths, which mm -hmm. we just couldn't. Like after adult... Adults adopting adults. adults. Like we had I to, needed to take a TV yeah, time Yeah, we had to turn the TV off. But Missy said that apparently the psychic said someone with a tiger tattoo, a lion, a lion tattoo, but Steve has a lion tattoo. Right. So oh, it would be a awkward. Well, it's funny because I was waiting for either Chris to peel off his wet black Hanes undershirt and have the eagle tattoo or when they were on the beach with the boat, I was like, keep my eyes open. Does anyone have an eagle tattoo? Because I thought that'd be hilarious. But that's wild 
if the psychic did say lion and Steve. Who has an eagle tattoo? Well, let me be. Yeah, but I guess you, a lot of people. A guy with an eagle tattoo is nobody's soulmate. So the psychic was wrong about that. I think a guy with an eagle tattoo is just dedicated to America. 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 Sick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or just really loves birds. America. He loves local birds. Shout out to before the 90 day. Yeah, where does he live in Alaska? Eagles. We saw bald eagles in okay, Montana. Montana. Yeah. Montana. Okay. You calm down over there. Wyoming, by you the way. Okay. We saw, we saw the eagle in I feel Wyoming. Like we're, I feel like we're really taking our time with this episode. Let's, <laughs> let's speed up a little bit here. We're just chatting. Let's, we love to chat. Let's talk about Noy and Steve. Let's do it. Who are waking up very cuddly. Noy's surprised how comfortable. They are with but, each other, but, but no sexy time, but no sexy time. Not yet. She still, she still thinks there's a lot to do. Right. And maybe once they brush their teeth, they can do more because Steve says lip kiss, lip kiss without brushing the teeth. <laughs> no tongue. I respect that. Yeah. We do the lip kiss a little, you know, you don't, you know yeah. keep it to yourself in the morning. Right. Although Katina, no morning breath. Good for her. Good for her. Okay. So they're having breakfast and talking. Steve brings up, you know, I'd really just love to find a campground <laughs> right on the ocean. You wake up, you're right there. And Noe's like, yeah, for me, not so much. And no, Steve's like, she's not a camper. What don't you like about camping? She's like, well, there's no shower. There's no bathroom. You're outside, which is the whole idea, Noe. I have to tell you something, guys. If that's their only issue, it's going to work because that's John and I. But the only difference is that I'm Steve and you're annoyed because I freaking love camping. I'm down to camp. I've, you are? I've camped on the beach. But you wanted to glamp. I'm down to glamp. Hell yeah. I'm a man <laughs> of luxury. How many times do I have to tell you this? Me so and John Jesse. wants to glamp. As far as camping, like this is the compromise he's uh, willing to do. We're going to glamp. Well, I love the idea of being in nature. Mm -hmm. I love the idea of no internet, no TV. You're just one with the wilderness. But I love the idea also of having a shower and a toilet. Mm -hmm. So what's wrong with that? Oh, nothing. What's wrong with that? <laughs> so, okay. Steve and I, they go have a picnic. Shout out to charcuterie. That thing looked amazing. And Steve gives this little speech about how fast things are progressing. He doesn't even know what day it is. He must be doing 19 podcasts also. But <laughs> he's like, things are going great, except when do I poop, right? How, how do we do this? How do we do this poop dance? I don't know what's right to say, what's right to do. We just, we just met and I have to poop. Go to the lobby. You go to the lobby. Mm -hmm. Steve, you tell your wife, you're going to grab a coffee. You go to the lobby. And that's the move. Steve calls his trips to the bathroom meetings, which I guess when you don't have a real job, those are your meetings, <laughs> <laughs> right? So taking a conference call, the having a social, meeting. Social media break. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Right. And right after this poop talk, Noi is doing a one-on-one -on -one with the producer and she's like, I think I'm falling in love. All this poop talk really and got it me. It only took three days. Three days, one poop talk, and soulmates, bullmates. Are we bullmates? <laughs> I don't. But I feel like you can feel attraction. You can feel like you like the person. I don't think you can feel love until you no. really 
get to know the person. I don't think you can feel love until you get into a fight and you can still get out of it mm -hmm. and be happy. Until you walk into a bathroom after your partner and there was no bathroom spray. You, you can't say you love the other person. It never happened to us. Never. When we finish, we're like. <laughs> I sometimes spray myself too. No, yeah. I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> so she's like, yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm falling in love with this guy. She finishes talking to the producers, walks straight to Steve and tells him that. Very open, very bold. I respect the bold, but it's no, a little dangerous. I don't respect that move at all. I don't respect that move. If he was someone you've known for a long time, then you can be that open and honest. But to tell someone that you've known for three days mm. some big news like this, I don't know if you're I don't know if you're thinking straight, Noi. I mean, some people fall in love in three days and tell the partner right away. Some people wait ten months, they get wasted, so they barely remember. <laughs> Guilty. Guilty. Well, Steve's reaction to Noi confessing her love is Oh, thanks. That's nice to hear. Well, he said he has strong feelings. Yes, I have strong feelings, but he doesn't use the L word. Because it's crazy. That's a little crazy. Yeah. Like, what do you love after three days? I guess I can freaking love uh, those adopting adults and I only watched the ones. I don't even love that. No, I don't love it. I don't it. know how I feel about that. <laughs> no, I don't love it, guys. It's It's a wild show. But yeah, I don't know what I can love immediately. Like even a dog. Can you love a dog after three? Oh, hell yeah. I can All love right. a dog after an hour. Okay. There you go. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. Katina and Elijah Juan waking up. Elijah Juan's like, look at that. Look at my wife. She smiles at me from the moment she wakes up. So happy to be with me. She couldn't, she couldn't be happier. Such a lucky woman. Look at that smile. Well, we learned something. Katina loves cuddling. We knew that, right? Yeah. So she tries to cuddle Elijah Juan, but her body is too hot. And his body is too sweaty. Well, the, the hot body causes the sweaty body. Well, I I'm right there. I feel Elijah wants pain because my body runs hot. I sweat super easily. You don't wake up in a puddle. No, a cuddle puddle. Cuddle puddle. <laughs> no, I don't. Well, Katina is so disturbed because he's like, she's like, he sweats so much. He needs like Botox under his arm. Yeah, I know people who have done that. Yeah. But I, I don't sweat from under my armpits. I mean, kind of, I do. No, you don't. I, I, do, I feel like I do like a complete body sweat. I feel like it's coming from everywhere. It's not just my armpits. <laughs> but you don't usually. No, no, because we keep it a cool 68 in here when we sleep. Please don't even start this discussion. <laughs> the issue is Elijah one thinks he's doing a phenomenal job at cuddling. He can't read the room. He's like, oh, you know, how was the cuddle? I thought I did a phenomenal job. And Katina's like, oh. I don't think he can read the room in general. No. <laughs> <laughs> he He's, no. Dude, you okay. missed the class. <laughs> so let's, speaking of sweating, let's talk about the next room they go to, which is the gym. Everyone's favorite honeymoon activity. But Katina is not too thrilled, but. Who would be? I know. But phew, cue the muscle montage because they were both killing it making me feel very guilty for sitting on the couch watching reality TV, drinking whiskey. Mm. I was like, I need to get my life together. Well, Elijah one was very aggressive. Like, I didn't like it. If I was Katina, uh, I would probably be like, okay, I'm not doing this with you. Let me just go on the treadmill and you do you. Drop this weight. 
drop this weight. I'm taking this. I'm taking this ring off. If you drop this weight, I'm taking this ring off. He's like, stop laughing. This is my <laughs> element, and I want you to respect it. It's like, <laughs> dude, you are at the gym. He's like, think about what bothers you. I'm like, uh, you, Elijah one? Yeah, I would slap him. I mean, <laughs> that level of intensity would be bad on a normal day. Mm-hmm. Forget on your honeymoon. I'd be like, can we just chill? Like, yeah, if you want to hit the treadmill for a mile, that's cool. Sweat, also, sweat out the margaritas. If you're trying to be a trainer, that's not what you do. You're not her, like, boot, boot camp trainer. Right. Like, I had a trainer. Like, she was always nice to me. <laughs> yeah, because you were paying her. True, but, like, obviously she was like, hey, like, you have to do this. Do 15 burpees. Do this and do that. But she was like, do the burpees. What are you doing? Like, I would be like, you know what? Like, you're freaking yelling at me. I'm out of here. I'm not paying exactly. you anymore. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. It was, He's it like was trying to be a trainer, but that's not how we do it. I know Michael's the trainer. Yeah. Right? You need to be, when you're a trainer, this is how I feel. You have to be a motivational speaker mm. at the same time. Absolutely. You cannot be freaking yelling and losing your shit. No one's going to pay you. Great point. Okay. What do you say we take a quick break? And Let's when we do it. come back, we're going to go on a boat. Let's go on a trip. All right. And we're back on a boat. With the group. The whole group is there. Everyone's on a boat. And before they set sail, we learn that Lindsay slid into Elijah's DMs to apologize for her behavior. Which is nice. It's nice. It's one way to go about it. Like, I don't think they exchange phone numbers, so I guess that's the way to do it. No, but you're on an island together. You could go talk one-on-one. You could apologize in person. Well, I guess she felt bad after she calmed down, sobered up, MTS told her what happened. Sobered up? So those those I think two words slid- are not in Lindsay's vocabulary. Well, or she was wasted. Who knows? I'm pretty sure she was wasted. Yeah. But either way, she slid in to Elijah's DMs, apologized. And so he, his plan is just like, let's let the drama go for now. Let's move on. She said, she's sorry. Let's just move forward. So Good. we're on the boat, Mark and Lindsay wearing matching pink. Okay. I missed so, that. It's a power couple move. It's a strong, it's a strong move. It's an aggressive move to show up to the group activity wearing matching shirts. Like I don't like pink, but I think it looks good on 10 people. So MTS, MTS. must have been rocking it. It didn't look bad. I just think eh, it's a weird flex showing up in your couple's colors. You and I, we have several matching shirts. And we a buy, hoodie. We buy matching gear, but it's never the same gear. So if we go to the Grand Tetons, we'll each buy a shirt from the shop, but it's never the same shirt. <coughs> That's not true. What do you mean? I was, I was like trying to do the <coughs> liar. Like, uh, Grand Canyon. Okay. photo. We're Fair rocking our enough. same Moving outfits. On. Moving on. Okay. <laughs> everyone everyone was looking pretty coupley. Not as coupley as the matching Mark and Lindsay, but pretty coupley, except Chris and Alyssa, of course. And the first question out of Isaac, I mean, Elijah Juan's mouth is, who banged it out? Anyone bang it out here? <laughs> I can smell it. I can, I can smell that someone had sex last night. And Lindsay, Lindsay just starts cackling Lindsay her tell even though she doesn't tell she tells they did it the shark style oh shark style shark style I like that yeah I don't know how sharks bang but I guess the one shark gets on top of the other shark I would assume oh my gosh remember when we (gasps) saw ducks bang oh my gosh 
I was just trying to envision sharks banging, and I just thought about the ducks banging. Guys, ducks have corkscrew penises. <laughs> I think we talked about it, didn't oh, we? Well, I don't know. Too many pods. Ducks have corkscrew penises, and you figure that out. This is not the Discovery Channel And the podcast. male duck, at first, the first five minutes, it looks like he's trying to drown the female duck. Mm-hmm. So there are like a bunch of people yelling at them. Including guys like, what are you doing? Yeah. Get off the call duck. the police. Yeah, like we were very, <laughs> I don't know, scared. Very disturbed. Very disturbed, that's the word. Yeah, anyways. So yes, they, they banged it out. Everyone kind of starts calling Lindsay out because she's given it away that she gave it up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Michael's like, we haven't. It's only been three days. Jasmina wants an emotional connection first. Good. And we'll skip over what happens here because we'll talk about it more later. But apparently... Jasmina cut Michael off in this moment. I didn't catch that, I didn't did you? Catch, I did not catch that at all, but we'll get into it in a bit. Steve's like, I'm I'm DTF, but I'm going to respect my wife. Yeah, I think his wife is DTF too, so I think it's going to happen soon. I think it'll happen soon. Or it's one of those couples that it happened and they won't admit it. Well, I think he said it too, that they're just going to keep it to themselves, whatever yeah. happened. So it may have. Yeah. So Chris then is like, pretty sure everyone's figured out Alyssa and I have not had sex. And yeah, kind of hard when you won't share a bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, won't share a room, won't share a moment. Nothing. Together. We won't share anything together. Yeah. Okay, so they get to this island. It looks awesome. Mark is reunited with his shark family. <laughs> He's happy to be amongst his shark brothers and sisters. And they kind of splinter. It's it's a junior prom. The girls go one place, the guys go Another. Yeah, the girls are hanging out at the boat. The guys go on the island to have some drinks. Yes. And Noi is the first to be like, you know what? I'm slowly falling in love with Steve. Well, Steve is sharing that too, but that doesn't come across as happy as Noi because Steve is like, I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah. And the boys are like, dude, that's a little scary. Yeah. Yeah. And then Elijah on. <laughs> he starts talking about the gym, okay? And this is a lot because he was like, so we went to the gym and it actually, it just, it wasn't a workout really. It was a test. I I did an exercise. I knew it would be tough for me. And so I knew it would be tough for her. And here's the thing, guys. She spoke up. She spoke up. She said she wasn't into it. And I loved it. He's like, this is real. This is the real deal. deal. <laughs> you know, like, um, you know, I... I was making dinner for her. I put thumbtacks in her soup to see if she'd speak up, just to see if she would eat them or if she'd speak up. She spoke up. I loved it. Then, check this out. Next day, guys, I let the air out of her tires in her car just to see if she'd speak up. She spoke up. I love this woman. I'm going to keep testing her, see how much I can get away with. I love when she speaks up. She told me she's allergic to peanuts. (laughs) So... I made her something with peanuts. She ate it. Just to see if she'd speak up. <laughs> <laughs> she, she couldn't speak up. She ended she, up in a hospital. Yeah, she, she, she was having anaphylactic shock, <laughs> but uh, she tried to speak up. She tried to speak up. I, didn't he say he has ADHD? Um, he has something. That's, like that's dyslexia, Mike. Something. That's Mike from. Well, that's what I'm saying. But I think Elijah has something too. And I can see because he can get so fired up. Yeah. He can go from zero to a hundred very fast. 
Yeah. Very fast. Uh, yeah, I don't know if he said that, but he's out of control. I think he said something. I don't know what exactly it is. I don't want to speculate, but he does have some sort of an issue. And you can see, like, he can be out of control. Hmm. And I think attention. he's friendly and he seems to be nice, but he wants to be. But he gets crazy. And I think that's going to become their issue. Interesting. I'll, I'll keep an eye on that. So then cut back to the girls and everyone's like, Alyssa, how was your night? And she's like, you know, like, I don't think we need to talk about it. Let's, let's move on to something else. She's like, well, she was kind of talking to Lindsay. She's like, move on to something else. Like, um, you're the worst, Alyssa. You don't want to have conversations on camera. You don't want to talk to the other girls. Well, about she hates Lindsay. I know, but give us something. Mm-hmm. You're on TV. She's the worst, but... Noah is not the only one who's in love because Uh-oh. Lindsay loves MTS. Mark the Shack. Mark the Shack. Perfect man for me. I love him. He's the one. Ooh. It wasn't it interesting that the girls on the boat were just like, oh, I love him, love him. The guys on the island, like, Steve no. is. Come on, now you cut me off. We're gonna have a conversation. Sorry. <laughs> I was gonna say the boys on the on the island, like Stevie is being a little concerned, and so is MTS. Oh, he yeah. is frustrated with the amount of energy that Lindsay produces. And, oh, yeah. and so am I. It might be a deal breaker for MTS. Yeah. Yeah. It's well, Steve's like, it seems like it could be a deal breaker for you. And yeah, I think Mark is realizing what he's like in his for. eyes were just like getting out of his head this like is about those, to pop. This is one of those relationships where she's going to drive him to drink. It's going to become such an unhealthy, toxic relationship because she's always drinking. It's going to drive him crazy. He's going to start drinking. They're both going to spiral. It's going to be very unhealthy, I think. I think MTS has a lot of responsibilities. I don't think it's going to spiral. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. Okay, then... Lindsay starts talking about the guys she's dated in the past and one guy in particular who lost his mind drinking and how that's been so difficult for her. And it's so like he would I'm not laughing at the fact that someone something happened like this to someone, but coming from Lindsay. Right. I mean, I think the issue is like he would drink all of my wine. (laughs) I would go home. I would just want to pour myself a bottle or two. And there'd be no bottles left, <laughs> right? It caused a huge riff in our relationship. Yeah, I can. This sounds more realistic. <laughs> yeah. So Katina's just like, enough is enough, right? She's so sick of Lindsay playing the victim that she decides to bring up the drama from the flight with Elijah. Yeah, she's not over. She's not over. No, she. Well, she didn't get a DM. Lindsay didn't slide into well, her DMs. Well, the beef was between Elijah Wan sure. and Lindsay. Sure. And Katina's like, you're way too old to act the way you're acting. Handle your liquor. Stop poking people and trying to get a reaction from them. And she tells Lindsay, I think you do a lot of weird, sneaky things on the side. And then she just gets up and walks away. Mm-hmm. She kind of called her out on her BS, which is fine. Yeah. But you can also kind of ignore her and just enjoy the trip. Right. I kind of feel like Katina missed her opportunity to do this. If she wanted to do it, mm-hmm. she should have done it the day before. Yeah, I agree. When it happened. It's like everyone's kind of getting along mm-hmm. now. Elijah Wan squashed it. We're good. We're moving forward. Mm-hmm. And Katina's like, you know what? I'm going to bring this back mm-hmm. up. It's like I think it was poor timing on her part. Yeah. So she walked away and Alyssa followed her. 
yes. the front of the boat. Yes. And they were just like gossiping about Lindsay. Like, oh my gosh, she's the worst. Like she's trying to be a shark, but she's not a shark. <laughs> like she's like a blowfish. Like, Ooh. oh my gosh. Clicks, clicks are definitely forming. You have the mm-hmm. the girls kind of splintering off into these clicks. Well, Katina said something that I disagree with. She said, I didn't come here to make friends. I think that's good. You well, didn't. yeah, but you I think they all become friends at some point. I'm not saying they all will bond, but you see a lot of friendships coming out of all these seasons. But it shouldn't be your main objective. No, it shouldn't, but it's part of it. It's yeah, definitely a part of the experience. You meet new people. It can be. Yeah. It can be. I think it'd be way worse if they were like, I'm just here to make friends. It's like, no, you're here to get married. Yeah. So that should be your priority. True. All right. I'll give you this one. So everyone gets back on the boat. It's time to head back. And they start playing Never Have I Ever. All right. So explain this to me. They were doing something with the fingers. Were they even drinking? I don't know if they were drinking. So I think with the finger thing is you start with five fingers. If you have done the thing, right? Mm-hmm. So, Chris, never I've ever been outside the U.S. or Canada. We would both put a finger down. Because we have? Because we have. Oh. I think, right? The idea is, right? I just, don't know. Just drink. Just drink. <laughs> but I think the idea is if you've done those things, because the things shouldn't be like, never have I ever traveled. It should be crazy things. Like, never have I ever been to prison or whatever. Oh, like Lindsay, never have I ever killed anyone. Right. And so you're putting your finger down because, oh, shit, I did these crazy things. Mm. And if you put all your fingers down, you're out. I think that's the way to play, guys. Correct us if I'm wrong. So basically, you're supposed to be the virgin to win? Yes. Because Noe was like, never have I ever gone skinny dipping. And, like, people put their fingers down. And Jasmina goes, sluts. Have you been? <laughs> skinny dipping? Mm-hmm. Um... Maybe. I have with my parents. Okay, that sounds European. Well, we went to, my parents love being nudists once in a while. I know. We used to go on like a nudist beach vacation to Croatia. We made friends. We have pictures. I've been on a nude beach. (laughs) Well, that's interesting. I feel like there should be a no camera rule on those beaches. But I definitely went on a nude beach with my family and we walked down the beach and we were not naked, Mm. but everyone else was. But I think I made, we did, uh, we used to go pool hopping in high school. So What's pool hopping? The sun would go down, it'd be nighttime, right? And we would run around different neighborhoods and just jump in people's pools, jump out and run. It's a very Connecticut thing to do. <laughs> As I'm telling you this story, I'm like, this is ridiculous. Oh my gosh. But maybe we did it naked once. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I've been in the ocean naked, I think. I can see some of your friends doing this oh, naked. Yeah. I feel like some Dad, of your friends are, yeah. Generous. Ted's naked yeah. all the time. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. Okay. okay. Um, Katina's like, never have ever cheated on anyone. Steve has. I thought, well, oh, do you say something you've done or haven't done? I guess you say something you haven't done. Haven't done. I thought Katina was like a cheater. No, she's not. She always got cheated on. Yes. Okay. Um, and then Chris is like, never have ever had a threesome. Yeah, Chris, you've been having a lot of one sums. The past couple of nights, mm-hmm. I think, alone because in your hotel Mr. room. Because he's Mr. Monogamy. What, right. do you, what do you want? Right. And then the game gets amazing. Well, the game turns <laughs> into... This is not how the game is played. <laughs> it turns into Isaac's version of Never Have I Ever. Which is just asking very sexual questions, not in the form of Never Have I Ever. No, he he, he just blew it. It's the same thing. Yeah, he just blew it. He's like... 
Have you ever banged multiple people in one family? <laughs> like and I was like, everyone literally was like, what? First of all, it's not, it's not the construct of the game. Second of all, huh? Have you ever, you guys ever, you guys ever slept with someone in the same family? Elijah Wan's like, you know, like a mother and a daughter. The whole boat is like, uh. Like, what, how would you even put it? In a way of never have I ever. Never have I ever had sex with two people from the same family. But he has. I know, that's so what I'm saying. Never have I ever never had sex with two people. He sucks at the game. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Noi's like, that's disturbing. And he goes, that's not disturbing. That's a beautiful experience. He's like, I picked them up at the train station. Choo-choo. <laughs> like, was he an Uber driver? Or how do you... <laughs> I don't think he meant like you picked up. Oh, maybe he like hooked up with a girl. She's like, hey, can you pick me up? Oh, my mom is with me too. <laughs> That's hilarious that you say pick them up like in a car. Well, he I said just, like, it. Like picking someone up at a bar, like going up and talking to them. Well, So you think he was like taking a tr- like metronome? Maybe he just, yeah, sends oh out the bus. Oh my gosh. He's like, I was the conductor, got right in their caboose. <laughs> Gee. Yeah. And then. The game doesn't stop there for Elijah. He's got more questions. Okay, how about this? How about this? Still not the construct of the game. What if your spouse asks for a threesome? You guys in? Everyone's like, uh, seeing as we just got married 48 hours ago, the right answer is probably no. Elisa's like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> and Katina's over his wild Isaac story. Not happening, Elijah. You can see everyone's just shocked. Everyone's just like, what? <laughs> Elijah Wan's like, well, okay, but if you offered, why would I deny that? <laughs> I love how he just like shared the fact that she banged two people in the same family. <laughs> just love the way he asked it. <laughs> it was so good. Okay. Oh my gosh. And then the boat gets back and that's the end of the boat ride. Yeah. Back to the couples. Back to the one-on-ones. So Steve and I, they're yes. enjoying a date night. Dinner on the beach. Beautiful. And Steve's like, you know, we've really connected. Our intimacy is moving right along. And Noi agrees. She's so surprised how strong the physical connection is. And Steve brings up the love conversation and how Noi feels like, eh, you probably expected more, right? You probably wanted me to say it back. And he says, based on the three days together and how well we communicate, <laughs> there's potential. There's potential for that. It's good that he is grounded because he said, I want to get to know you first. I want to see how we feel in a little bit longer than just three days. Yes. Uh, Very healthy. Yes. I think. And Steve almost doesn't believe that Noe can love him, I think, because he's like, I haven't fully shown myself. Well, she said she might be falling in love. She didn't say I love him. She mm-hmm. didn't say that. She said, okay. I might be falling in love, but she's like, oh, I feel so, I almost understand. Like she feels so comfortable and everything is so awesome. They are married. It's not just like right. you're dating. And she, I think she just feels overwhelmed how great this whole thing feels. Mm-hmm. So I almost understand where she's coming from. She's just okay. very vo- vocal about it. Okay. Yeah. So then what we learned in that Never Have I Ever game was, is that, Steve cheated on someone and Noi was kind of surprised on the boat. But then here at dinner, Noi's like, so I've cheated on a partner too. Well, when you were like 18, it doesn't even count. Does it not count? Because my question was going to be, 
they're trying to paint Elijah Wan and Katina this relationship as like, oh my God, cheaters and cheated. But Steve Noy did it too. I guess when you're like 18, it's like, I don't know. It doesn't count as much. Well, it it doesn't, it doesn't. I had a serious boyfriend in high school. He cheated on you. He cheated on me on, on my birthday. A- no, not even any birthday. On my 18th mm. birthday. You know why? Because I didn't invite him to my birthday party. Sounds like such a healthy relationship. It was great. We were breaking up every two weeks. My, my dad like hated him. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so he went to his own party somewhere else. Oh boy. And he banged someone. I'm so sorry that happened to you. And that, oh, I'm not. I'm but not that either. girl loved, she just shared it with any, everyone. Uh, so I freaking found out like two days later. Yeah. But the thing is that I was bothered by it, but in the same time, I wasn't because I wanted to go to college and I wanted to do all these things. And he didn't. He just wanted to stay in my small hometown, which I believe he's still at. Yeah. I don't know anything about him, but as far as I know. Yeah. And my dad didn't like him. And so it sucked at the moment. I was 18. I was hurt. Yeah, of course. But eventually, like, I was was like, uh, in the long run, it was good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then they leave dinner. They catch the pool. With almost no clothes on. And Noi, I don't like I don't like these questions. Do you like kissing me? On a scale of one to a hundred. Do you like kissing me? You see, I, I missed it. You know what the problem oh, with yeah. the show is? I know what you're gonna say. They need to dial back the noise, the background noise. It's well, so loud. Yes. I half of the things I don't even hear. Which from a production standpoint. As a viewer of reality television, I kind of like because it adds to the authenticity. It's not like they're closing down a set and being like, everyone quiet on the set. We're filming. It's like it feels more real and authentic. Yeah. But yeah. It's trying to follow along and take notes. It's a little harder. I'm not saying, oh, remove the ocean sound. Just make it less well, aggressive. They don't ha- they're not putting in ocean sound effects. That's ambient noise being picked up by the microphones. They can't tell the ocean to be quiet. We're filming. I know. Or get better mics. Right. Something that's only gonna or mostly gonna pick up their voices. Right. Have some background noise. That's that's great. You gotta have a little room tone. It was tone, yeah. overpowering, and they didn't even put subtitles on. And mm. I really had to pay attention sometimes. I'm like, what are they saying? Like, I literally can't hear. So let me tell you. So she's like, <laughs> "Do you like kissing me on a scale of one to a hundred? How do you like kissing me?" And Steve says, "A lot closer to a hundred when it's just me and you. With the cameras, about a 50. That's what he said. Okay, Steve. Did you notice Steve's like holding Noi like a baby the whole mm-hmm. time? Like maybe she doesn't know how to swim, but I was like. Ugh. She was like wrapped around him. Yeah, the whole entire yeah. time. He was like hold, like an adults adopting adults. You never hold me like a baby. That's false. I give you piggybacks. You do give me piggybacks. Yeah. I'll hold you like a baby once I adopt you. <laughs> okay. And so then here we go. Another scale question. Noi's like, all right, well. Do you love me? Like on a scale of one to a hundred. Ah, how did I miss this? And that's ridiculous, first that of all. That is ridiculous. But only because love would be a hundred. There's no scale of love. You can't love someone a seven out of a hundred. That's true. You would That would be like. Yeah. Love is a hundred. Mm-hmm. Right? It's always a hundred. That's a really good point. So she needs to relax. Like, I get it. You want validation. You want to know that this person is as into you as you are into them. But these questions to me would be a turnoff. Not on day three. Like maybe day three. when you're about to go into the decision day, you no, want to know what's going before. on. Yeah. 
at least wait till the honeymoon's over. Like the yeah. honeymoon period, it's not real, right? The honeymoon, especially in these instances, they don't know each other. It's like mm-hmm. you, you're not going to get a true informed decision. So true. why even ask the question? Okay. Should we go to the next couple? Let's do it. Because there is a late breaking development here, folks, with Jasmina and Michael. Late breaking. Jasmina is self-filming saying, when we were talking about consummating the marriage on the boat, Michael felt like, like I cut him off while he was talking. And it's like, Mike, stop creating problems. Mm-hmm. She did not. She she was, it was a question to the both of you. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a question to you, Mike. It was a question to the couple and you both responded. Yeah. I, I don't understand this at all. And Jasmina's annoyed. She thinks this is rude and disrespectful and she's not going to apologize as Michael wants her to, which is also ridiculous. Yeah. The whole thing feels super escalated because she's like, I don't even want to be in this marriage now. I don't want to be in the same room. I don't want to be in this marriage. I'm like, what happened? Well, the thing is that they literally just met. So I feel like it's very easy to go from zero to a hundred. Like, you're a stranger. Right. You can be so in love and then the person is going to do something wrong and you can be like, oh my gosh. Sure. Sure. Right. I said it on a different podcast, I think. Maybe it was maths, but like- Too many you, podcasts. You don't <laughs> You don't have enough good to balance the bad. So when you do one bad thing, there's only like one good thing that mm-hmm. you guys have done together too. So now it's half of our relationship is bad. But this is so silly. Like, this is a silly thing. Like it's ridiculous. Like- they should not be discussing this or arguing over this. But hey, they are and they're not stopping there. Well, it's Michael making a big deal out of nothing, which is what he's known to do. He's making a camel out of a mosquito. That's what they say. Oh, Michael. So they go to dinner. Michael is wearing a shirt from the Joe Exotic collection. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that. I did. <laughs> <laughs> and the fight from earlier has not been forgotten and jasmine is like i'm not gonna apologize for cutting you off because i don't feel like i did but i'll apologize for making you feel that way which is nice and michael should just be like thank you moving on but that's not michael no that's not michael and he's like i feel we're just like talking in circles dude move on right right and i keep thinking if this wasn't a tv show if there wasn't a production schedule and you got into this fight where one partner's like, I don't even want to be married anymore, you wouldn't go to dinner. You'd be like, okay, maybe we're going to stay in the room. Maybe we're not going to talk. Maybe we will talk. We'll get room service. I don't know, but we're not going to a ocean side dinner, right? But because this is television, it's like, nope, you guys better get out there. We need to film. And so now they're put into this situation <laughs> with unsettled business. And it's just such a juxtaposition between this beautiful setting and this argument. Possibly, unless they resolve the issue before, kind of said, you know, what, well, let's go to dinner. Yeah. But it's back it on. Came back, yeah. And then Michael said something that really rubbed me the wrong way. He said, well, moving forward, however you say, I'm sorry, I'll just accept it. Just like, Dude. She she didn't say she's sorry. She said she's sorry because of the way she makes you feel, made you feel, which is awesome. She didn't apologize and she shouldn't have. Well, the thing that made me a little nervous and uncomfortable was he goes, okay, if it happens again, I'll point it out immediately. Then we can address it. 
And I'm like, well, now this guy's just going to be on the lookout mm-hmm. for things that are wrong. So he could be like that right there, that right there. That's what I'm talking about. And yeah. so the whole relationship is going to be him keeping an eye out for when I can say, see, oh, that's what I was talking about. It's just annoying. The only thing Michael needs to apologize for is that shirt, though. That's what he should apologize for. And he's living the island life. That's very true. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Katina and Elijah one. Yes. They're, they're out. going out to a restaurant somewhere in town. They're out, yeah, cafe. Mm-hmm. Katina wants to talk about the altercation with Lindsay on the boat. And I love her dress. Oh, I missed that one. Beautiful long yellow dress. Okay. Love it. Okay. Katina pissed that Lindsay is playing this victim card. And Elijah wants like, yeah, like Mike came up to me. He apologized. Like, we're good. Squashed it. And Elijah Juan is thrilled to hear Katina defending him when he's not over there. He's like, my, my, my wife, she always has my oh, back. Yeah, I'm, my I'm loving it. It's always my has, wife. Yeah, had my back from day one. Oh, yeah. I know it's day three, but still, that's like three days of back having. <laughs> that's my wife. Yeah. And then something happened that I didn't expect. I didn't expect Katina to say she's okay with the Isaac story. It's like, she's not bothered by yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Really, I almost feel like she shouldn't be bothered by something that he did in the past. If he told her in the private, be like, yeah, you know, this used to be me, but I'm not that person anymore. I would be bothered by my partner literally flexing all this in front of everyone. Right. <laughs> I would be like, dude, what's wrong with you? Hey, and maybe that's why they were matched because she can accept it because mm-hmm. a lot of people would not be able to. True. She can. She does say... I'm not down with a threesome idea. She does say, I don't want to share my man. And that was the music to Elijah on Zeros. He was actually super pumped. He's like, I found my queen. I even deleted <laughs> Instagram for you. Okay. So here's the thing. Elijah on, I think he wants to pretend he's this playboy. He wants to pretend, oh, I just go through women. I run through women. I think he just wants to be loved. Mm-hmm. And sleeping with so many women... It was just so he could up his chances of finding love. He was just like, okay, I'm going to stay with the woman for a day or two. If she's not loving me, I'm going to move on to the next because I think it's all an act. I think he really just wants to find the one, his queen. And now that he has, he deleted Instagram. I think he's insecure. Yeah. And he's masking his yeah. insecurity with all these matches talk like Isaac, like, oh, yeah, have you guys ever banged two people right. in the family? Like, right. I picked him up at the train station. It was a mom and a daughter. Like, that's Who what I'm saying. That? It's a, that's what I'm saying. It's a facade. He's not really this playboy. No, because he cries. He's this insecure yeah. man who just wants to be loved and find love. And I think that's why he was, his numbers were so high because the more women, the more chances he has to be loved. Mm-hmm. I agree. And he deleted Instagram, yeah, either to show his love for his queen or because Lindsay would not stop DMing him. <laughs> just drunk DMing. <laughs> Elijah Juan. Okay, so then they start talking about sex a little bit. And Elijah Juan's like, I don't want to rush it. Because after sex, the relationship can die so fast. Plus, Katina brings so much joy without even getting physical. Which, again, it's crazy that he says this to the cameras. Meanwhile, when he's with his friends, he's like, yeah, mm-hmm. um, you know, if she wants to do anal, I'm going to bang her. Oh, I'm yeah. going to do anything, but... I don't think he wants to do that. I mean, he won't. He's not going to turn it down. 
no, but, no, no, but he's into it for more than just I the physical. believe when he talks to the camera saying, let's take it slowly. Let's get to know each other. Oh, yeah. I just don't think he would say to his friends because that's not his image. You know, he is a romantic. I mean, they get back to the hotel. He's rearranged the rose petals on the bed to be KD instead of KG. So her new last name, I think. Okay. Right? And he pops the champagne. Cheers to Lifetime. Shout out to the network we're on again. Cheers to his queen. Mm-hmm. And then he starts a nice foot massage. And Katina's like falling in love. There you go. She's like, this is a dream, dream come true. She's going full Darcy. She's crying. This is everything I've dreamed of. This is it. I love love. Just feel happy. Well, I, I hope it works out yeah, for them. It's not gonna, but I hope it does. <laughs> Let's talk about this this other couple who it's who it's not going to work out for. It's no, it's there's two more couples. Okay, Alyssa and Chris. They're going scuba diving. Snuba diving, scuba diving. Scuba diving. Snorkel scuba. Chris is pumped. Alyssa, not so much. I would go too. Absolutely would go. But you don't like scuba diving? I would do it. I would. Um, scuba I like, or like snorkel. Snorkeling. We're not, snorkeling. Yeah, we are not licensed or no, certified no, no. to go snorkeling. scuba diving. I, I love snor- snorkeling. I would snorkel. Yeah. I used to have a snorkel. I would go to the beach all the time and snorkel. I was afraid you're going to say I used to go to my parents' pond. Oh, God, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Every year we went to Croatia with my family and all I ever did was I was either picking up crops. Yeah. Crabs. Or I was snorkeling or reading Harry Potter. Huh? So my bag was entirely tanned. Yeah. My front was so wide because you cannot read a book, have it above you. No, you cannot not. snorkel. On your back. On your back. And you cannot pick up crabs on your back either. You crab walk on your back, though. True. Um, remember when we went to Destin? I guess. What do you mean? We went to Destin. We sat oh, in the yeah, water yeah, on the Oh, yeah, yeah, Destin, Destin, Destin. Um, that'd be a beautiful place to snorkel because the water is so That's clear. That's so true. Next time. Okay. So they get to the water. Chris gets all strapped in. He is shirtless this time. And Alyssa's like... I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, so I'm very careful with the words I say. Uh, are you? He looks, um, but what? he's not my type. Yeah, long story short, she doesn't love the body of disc golf players. That's not really her <laughs> body type. Like, he doesn't look bad. Like He, has a oh, little he, looks, bad. he looks normal. Literally normal. He's literally normal. Yeah. Not heavy, not skinny, no. not muscular. Not, not, he's normal. The definition normal, of... Normal average guy. She annoys me. Like, yeah. Eh. So he's snuba diving. She's inside eating lunch. And the producer's like, what kind of things would you want to do? You know, you're not out there snuba diving. What would you want to do? And she like loses her shit. This was the most disgusting answer I've ever heard in the history of reality television. Go. What would you want to do besides this? Up to you. What would you choose to do? I don't know. Like leave here. So then leave. So leave then. No one, I don't think anyone's holding you there. Leave. You're so ungrateful, so unwilling to try. Have a stick up your ass the entire time. It's. She's like, I didn't want to go scuba diving. Like, I'm not happy. I'm not happy. Like, ugh. you're like, in what, what? Puerto Rico. Okay. On an all expenses paid trip. Get your act together, Alyssa. Plus, you signed up for it. The fact that you married a stranger, it means that you don't know who you're going to marry. And you should have gone into this with an open mind. Right. Decision day. didn't. Decision day is in two months. You got to play the game. Play the game for two months. Then decide. And 
maybe you find him awesome because I think he's a good dude. Yeah. And then Alyssa's like, I'm mad at my mom right now. Like, I told her I don't want to snooba dive. She said, who cares? Just do it. But, like, you know, I paddle, <laughs> I paddleboarded. Like, I, 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 it was fine. I paddleboarded. That's different. Like, you don't have to be next to him. So now she's sharing with her like, mom? What? How dare her? Right now she's the one sharing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen someone try so hard to be the victim. You're not a victim. Maybe you're a victim of your own attitude. For sure. But Chris is not doing anything to you. Maps is not doing anything to you. The experts, no one, you're not a victim. Poor dude is like scuba diving by himself. Snooba diving. Yeah, it's better for him probably. Yeah, I, I, I wish he met someone on this trip. Yeah. Because he deserves love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, last couple. Last but not least. Lindsay and Mark the Shark. Mark the Shark eating dinner. Having dinner on the beach, Mark is talking about how he loves the core things they have in common, but on the honeymoon, there are so many things getting in the way of them trying to get to know each other, like the girls attacking Lindsay. And he says he feels a little like suffocating. He feels like he's suffocated? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he loves that Lindsay wants to take care of him, but he wants to slow it. He wants to pump the brakes a little bit, right? Which, mm, okay. He just wants the flow he wants to, to go be organic. An organic flow. An all-natural flow. 100% all-natural flow. Because he's a shark. <laughs> yeah. He just wants to go with the flow. And I'm with you, Mark. <laughs> and uh, I'm on your side if I had to take a side in this relationship. But you guys banged it out. There's confirmation you guys had sex. And now that you got it in... Now you want to pump the brakes. I just think he wants to, I don't think because of the bang, I really think he's like a nice dude, but I think he wants to pump the brakes because since the second he met Lindsay, there have been issues. There have been issues at the wedding. She was drunk. There yes. have been issues at a hotel room later. There have been issues on the plane. There have been issues in the van. There have been issues on the boat. I think he's just like, oh my gosh, like we need to step back because I can't take this. I think that's a great point. And to add to that, clearly Mark hasn't fallen in love with Lindsay yet. They haven't known each other very long at all. And I think... <laughs> like everyone else. Right. And I think all of these outside factors, all the things these other girls are saying or guys are saying, they're starting to get in his head because the girls are hating on Lindsay. The guys are like, she's a lot. Like it's a lot of energy. And it's making... Mark, I think, like her less or look at her in a different Mm -hmm. way. Start to see she's not perfect because it's not like, oh, I have a year under my belt with this girl. And then one girl at the bar is chirping Mm -hmm. her. And I'm like, oh, how dare you say that about my wife? It's like, no, he doesn't know her. And he's hearing all this kind of bad stuff about her. Not even hearing. He's witnessing. He's seeing it too. It's not like someone told him like, when Chris's friends told Alyssa about Chris's teaching people. No, <laughs> no one told him anything. Right, right. He's witnessing all of it. And I personally understand. Like, I would probably be a little shocked, too. I would not to give up. And he's not giving up. He just says, let's take it slower. Let's maybe get to know each other a little bit. No! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can pull back, but I pull way back. There's no in between. 
Yeah, and the next thing she said was just... Oh, here we go, here we go. Um, She's like, if you want to slow things down, then you need to stop clogging the toilet with your shit, farting in bed, peeing with the door open, and chewing with your mouth open. Mark the fart (laughs) is his new nickname. I mean, he... Listen, Mark the shark is very comfortable in his natural habitat surrounded by the ocean. (laughs) He feels at home. Relax, Lindsay. She goes, why would you plan a romantic dinner and then talk about pulling back? Because the producers planned the dinner, Lindsay. (laughs) He did not. He did not. She gets so pissed. She stands up, leaves. Mark tells the camera, I just wanted to let Lindsay know where I'm at. I still think we can have a great marriage, but I just want to be open and honest, which is good. Yeah. Instead of letting the resentment build, talk about it. And like he's being nice and calm about it. It's not like he's like... Yelling at her that she's crazy. It, right. I'm all team MTS. It's just like, hey, we've gone physical. We've gone physical fast. And many of other couples have had the similar conversation. Oh, we've gone real physical. I think we should get to know each other. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't just become pure yeah. sex, like For a pure sure. sex relationship. Get back to the hotel room. Lindsay's pissed. There's still rose petals all over the hotel room, which is hilarious. And yes, you are raising your hand. Okay. Are you ready for this pun? Oh, boy. MTS is just swimming away. (laughs) (laughs) Stop it. It's pretty good, right? He's swimming away. He's just swimming away. Yeah. And Lindsay's like, okay, well, you want to take a slow? You want to go with the flow? Hi, I'm Lindsay. Nice to meet you. If you want to take me out on a date, we can take it from here. And then MTS swims (sighs) away. And Lindsay's like, how do you not know better, you stupid idiot? Which, if I watch this, me being MTS, let's say we figure things out eventually. If I watch this back to back after this whole thing is over, I would get pissed because that's that's rude. That's really bad. Instead of you being like, you know what, like, we'll we'll think things through. Let me calm down. Like, calling him a stupid idiot, it's a lot. Yeah. The only thing I will say in Lindsay's defense, and she didn't bring this up, so... It's not really in her defense. And my thought is he should have given examples, I think, of how to slow it down. Because mm. I think we should just let it flow organically to make it take it natural. It's like, well, what does that mean? Does that mean stop having sex or does that mean spending less time together? Does it really mean maybe you should cool it on the drinking? Like he didn't I think really. That's what he meant. Right. He didn't really explain what that meant. True. So it's, uh, it's a little confusing, but what an episode. Wow. Love and maths. I love chatting about this. Love chatting. Love chit-chatting about this. Love chit-chatting about it with you guys. So, and me. Well, yeah, you for sure. <laughs> but I was just going to lead into the Instagram. So. All right. Love chit-chatting with you guys. And you can chit-chat with us on Instagram at MarriedToRealityPod. So send us those messages. Send us those thoughts. Like the memes. Check out what else we're posting. Also, make sure you follow the podcast wherever you're listening. So easy to do. Look down and smash that follow button. Guys, yeah, smash it like it's as hot as this freaking episode. Woo-wee. I know I say it a lot at the end of episodes, but I can't help myself because lately all these podcasts or all these shows we've been covering are just hot. We love them. Yes. I can't, I can't take it. So, I mean, I can. Yeah, calm down over I can. Okay. And thank you guys again for the reviews. We really appreciate it. Please, if you haven't left one, it would be awesome if you could. And that's all I have to say. Anything else from you? I've said it all. You sure have. All right. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.